Pacific Conversations from the Development Policy Centre with Tess Newton Kane. My name is Tess Newton Kane. I'm a research associate at the Development Policy Centre. And this morning, on a sunny morning here in Port Vila, it's a great honour to be able to spend a small time with Prime Minister Joan Natterman. So, Prime Minister, thank you very much for making some time and welcome to Pacific Conversations. Thank you. So let's start with the elections question. As we know, Vanuatu will be having the next general elections in 2016. What do you want your government to have achieved before then? Well, uh, the most important thing is, you know, as you know, there is uh, the issue of instability in Vanuatu political system, particularly the parliament. And as I saw, there is instability in government. And uh, what we have... Uh, trying to do is to try to put uh, some uh, legislative and constitutional framework in place uh, before that election takes place, particularly in terms of uh, political reform. Uh, when we drafted this constitution in 1979, we did not anticipate that there will be, because at that time there were basically two political parties, two major political parties, the Vanuaku party and the Union of Portland parties. So uh, since then, there's been, uh, uh, you know, there's too many uh, political parties or major parties have been disintegrated, uh, forming political, small political groupings. So what we have to do now is to look at political reform. And there has been some work done previously with, um, um, with Professor Don Patterson has assisted in the past in drafting some. Uh, papers regarding political integrity arrangements here, but um, we will still need to do more work. And at the moment we are engaging with the Commonwealth Secretariat in London, mm -hmm. and they, I have discussed this issue recently when I was in New York for the event um, assembly. I talked with the Secretary General, and they visited us a couple of weeks ago. And I will be talking with the Speaker of Parliament so that during this November session we will get a, we will organize a forum whereby members of Parliament and other stakeholders will be consulted on the way forward in this political uh, political reform. Looking at some similar kind of arrangements like they have in Papua New Guinea, political integrity bill or act, uh, which was uh, recently uh, the Solomon Islands Parliament has also adopted uh, So we will be looking at the same kind of arrangements here okay. before, before the elections. All right. Um, I wanted to mention to you about the changes in Papua New Guinea, and as you say, yeah. Solomon Islands has, has also undertaken yeah. some of that. Are there any aspects of that that cause you concern? Are there, you know, have you done some thinking about how Vanuatu might learn from those experiences and possibly do it differently? Well, I haven't really said it closely. I, don't, I think in, in, in Solomon Islands, it's more to do with political, uh, political groupings, registration of political parties, which we think is important, that we will, will have to register political parties uh, so that the political parties will be able to declare uh, any gifts they receive during election or so that the things are transparent and accountable. Uh, in Papua New Guinea, uh, I'm concerned that the, 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 the length whereby 
that you can put a sensor motion is too low. I think it's a question of balance. We should be able to remove any government which is unpopular. We should not invent a government into office just because they want to be in office. Mm -hmm. So we'd have to have a, a balance between all these uh, scenarios. Um, so uh, we, will, we will certainly look at the tools, you know, Solomon Islands and BNG system and try to uh, find one which we think will be more appropriate to, to our use. Okay, thank you. Moving to look a little more broadly, and I guess it sort of follows on from what we've talked about in terms of Papua New Guinea and Solomon Islands, you recently paid an official visit to the Secretariat of the Melanesian Spearhead Group, mm -hmm. and that's the first such visit by a Prime Minister of Vanuatu. How important is the MSG to Vanuatu, and how important do you think Vanuatu is to the MSG? Well, MSG is really... Uh, uh, Vanuatu was... Uh, was really involved in the initiation of the establishment of MSC. Our first Prime Minister, Walter Lini, who uh, I served for 12 years, I was his uh, advisor. We were instrumental in creating MSC. Not a sort of a natural thing, but evolved over a number of years with uh, other leaders in the MSC, Samak and Somare, Chan, Bias Wingdi and also in the Solomons, uh, Solomon Mamaloni, uh, also Sabita Kenororia, they were involved in the, in the beginning to, to establish this body. Uh, initially it was more of a, as a kind of political block. Uh, we thought we could discuss things better within our groupings, uh, particularly Solomon Vanuatu and BNG. Fiji was more or less, at that time they were considering themselves as being a, uh, sort of in between Melanesia and Polynesia, so they didn't know where at the time when Ratumara was the Prime Minister. It's only when Rambuga came in that they were more associated with Melanesian bloc. But um, we, essentially MSG was established to drive the course of the Takana people of New Caledonia, to enlist New Caledonia on the C24 or in the United Nations uh, list of non-self-governing non, uh, territories. And of course now it's expanded to cover trade issues, uh, climate change, uh, a whole lot of uh, things. So uh, it's, it's an important sub-regional block. We see ourselves as a sub-regional, contributing to regional uh, uh, arrangements, uh, issues that have been raised by the, um, the Pacific Island Forum. Uh, and we will continue to be as sub-regional and trying to, uh, of course, uh, you know, there are, th there are things that we will need to look at uh, more carefully because our people in the trade and um, areas are concerned about the free trade uh, arrangement between MSG. Uh, we will certainly like, like to look into those and see that uh, it's more benefits our own, our own uh, business and trade people here. But uh, uh, MSG is very important uh, for us, particularly now when we are continuing to talk more in terms of um, the rights and aspiration of the other nation people who are still colonized, uh, like the West Papuans. And so MSG is important. 
and this is an issue which we still are discussing during the last summit in New Caledonia. For the first time, MSG um, accepted the fact that West Papuan people have a right to self-determination and independence. And we will continue to do that. There's a pending case of the application of the uh, West Papua to MSG that is still under discussion. So um, hopefully next year we will uh, discuss further on those issues. Mm. Just to follow on from that in relation to the, the West Papuan independence issue, you have officially informed the Indonesian government that it's the intention of your government to take this issue to the United Nations. What UN processes are available to Vanuatu in that respect and, and how will your government access those processes? Well, we, we've, uh, I mean, we've discussed the issue of West Papua uh, all along at the United Nations General Assembly. It's been raised by the previous Prime Minister, uh, Prime Minister Sparak Sobe, when he was Prime Minister, he raised his mother. And uh, even uh, when former Prime Minister Moana, Tarkaskarokalosil, uh, was Prime Minister, he raised it at the UN. So Indonesians know our position, and I recently raised it during uh, this year's um, uh, UNGA uh, general debates. And uh, we will continue to raise those issues. And uh, what we want to do is to try to get a regional, regional, regional uh, consensus, regional support in so far as MSG is concerned, so far as the uh, forum is concerned, to gain support from there and then we can proceed further to the UN level. Uh, of course, uh, we are uh, particularly concerned about human rights uh, uh, violations in, in West Papua, and this is an issue which every country in the, in the Pacific in the Forum, including Australia and New Zealand, should be voicing concern about the human rights abuses. I mean, I hear countries of accusing other countries outside our region uh, of human rights violations, but which, which in our own region people are shutting them out. I don't know why. This, this is an issue, apart from the normal decolonization issues. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'd like to finish again on the foreign relations side of things. Um, you met recently with the leadership of the People's Republic of China. What's your current assessment of Vanuatu's relationship with China and how do you see it developing in the future? Well, China is a big country. It's now the second uh, largest economy in the world. And so our relations will continue to remain uh, one of uh, you know, maintaining a good friendly relation with the People's Republic of China and they uh, are assisting us in a number of infrastructure development here and we will uh, certainly um, I have invited um, President Xi uh, during our meeting in Nanjing recently to visit us uh, However, he's coming to G20 in Brisbane, and he's invited uh, me and other Pacific leaders who have diplomatic, I think six other Pacific leaders or seven who have diplomatic relations with the people's Republic of China to uh, go and have a, a high-level dialogue with him in Andy uh, in the middle of this month, I think on the 22nd. 
of November. In, and so I'm going to that meeting, including other Pacific Island countries. Certainly China is an important player in the world today in terms of uh, economic development. And uh, I know in Australia there uh, a lot of uh, mining that's going on. It's Chinese investment and Chinese money in Australia. And we have a lot of Chinese Australian tourists coming here because of the booming industry that's uh, held partly by uh, Chinese money. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be, should not be closing our mind. We will welcome Chinese investments here as well, and we're getting a few Chinese investments. Uh, so we will continue to to have, uh, continue to maintain good and uh, friendly relations with China, and also uh, Chinese investment will much welcome to, to, to Vanuatu. Okay. Prime Minister, thank you once again for your time and for sharing your thoughts, and um, we wish you well with all your governments and others in the future. Thank you. You have been listening to a podcast from the Development Policy Centre. For more information on our work, visit our website at devpolicy.anu.edu.au.